Hi, it's Gwen with another episode. And this one contains references to abuse and violence against women that might upset some of you and can be emotionally challenging. You tell me it gets better, it gets better in time. You say I pull myself together, pull it together, you'll be fine. Tell me what the hell do you know? What do you know? Tell me how the This segment was part of the song Till It Happens To You by Lady Gaga. I also encourage you to watch the official music video. The song focuses on rape and sexual abuse and suggests that it will eventually happen to your mother, your sister, your daughter, your girlfriend or to yourself too. And it basically just underlines how often abuse does actually happen. And that's exactly what I want to talk to you about today. Not only about sexual abuse, but about the different forms of abusive relationships and domestic violence against women, what male privilege is and why we can ever blame the victims. I want to start off by explaining what domestic violence actually is and why it's already abuse when your partner embarrasses you, makes fun of you in front of your friends and family. The United Nations define abuse as a pattern of behavior to gain or maintain power and control over an intimate partner in order to frighten, terrorize, hurt, blame, manipulate, intimidate, injure, humiliate or wound the other person. It affects people of all socioeconomic backgrounds and education levels. Anyone can become a victim of domestic violence regardless of age, sexual orientation, faith, class, ethnicity or gender. But in Germany, 82 out of 100 victims are women. And that's not only a German matter or trend, but that's the case all over the world. While domestic violence occurs typically towards an intimate partner in a dating or family relationship, children also become aware of that and become victims themselves. If a child sees their mother getting attacked verbally and violently, it remembers these actions and suffers mentally their whole life. We can differentiate between five different types of abuse. Financial and economic abuse means making the victim financially dependent by taking control over all finances or forbid them to get their own job. There is emotional or psychological abuse that includes causing fear by intimidation, mind games and threats, constant criticism, underestimating somebody's self-worth, name-calling and verbal abuse like putting their partner down, saying hurtful things and enjoying embarrassing their partner publicly. 
This can result into physical abuse and sexual abuse, which involves hitting, slapping, burning, grabbing, shoving the victim, damaging property, hurting their children, trapping them, denying medical care and forcing the use of drugs and alcohol. Sexual abuse means forcing the partner to have sex without their consent. It also already includes accusations of cheating, forcing them to wear certain clothes or insulting them, hurting them with objects while having sex, manipulating them into having sex and ignoring their feelings towards the sexual act. Lastly, stalking is also a form of abuse and usually escalates in violent acts towards the victim. Generally, abuse escalates in frequency and severity and results into physical injury and often into death as well. In Germany, every third day, a woman dies because of domestic violence. I'm gonna say that again, so, so you remember that. Every third day, a woman dies because of domestic violence. In 2019, in Germany, 117 women were killed by their partner or died of the consequences of the violence they were exposed to. It's not really surprising that here in Germany, many don't know about this or really don't want to acknowledge the issue because not only once again our Eurocentristic thinking leads us to believe that we are so much better in everything and that such things don't happen here or if they do it's just this one time, this one case and it's definitely a problem because this thinking gets reinforced by our media. I can count the times where I had to read of abuse being portrayed as a so-called family tragedy or even love tragedy and often in local newspapers this apparent singular tragedy is printed on the back of the paper in a small side note so the majority of the people don't read it and therefore it's really not seen and and it's not presented as a social problem also the abusers are often not called by what they are actually are which which is what we call a murderer and it seems like it's still a big taboo subject as if people are afraid to look in the eye of reality at least in 2018 germany and the eu signed the istanbul convention which is the first legally binding european agreement for preventing and fighting domestic violence it clearly states that abuse violates human rights and is becoming endemic across Europe. The convention wants to inform about measures that can be taken on a political level and wants to bring attention to the issue. But to be honest, it doesn't feel like there's a radical change going to happen anytime soon. Especially now, during COVID-19, things are rather going into an upside direction. And I'm sure you've heard of news reports saying domestic violence has increased in lockdown. It's true that in the course of the global coronavirus pandemic, lots of different underrepresented topics and issues came to the surface, like 
economic and social insecurities, problems of the health system or digitalization. But still, how can we talk so little about abuse and violence that is happening every day? Since March 2020, every day a thousand people call help hotlines in Germany. That's 200 more than before the pandemic and more than 80% of the people calling identify with being female. Keep in mind that probably only a fraction of cases is being reported. 60% of women in Europe are affected. That's every second woman. It's very likely that in your environment a person is getting abused at home. The World Health Organization did show concern, but still little is being done. Often arguments are being made along the lines of it being naturally that in crisis tension is rising and therefore also violence against women increases, as if it's something we should just accept. But it has to be said that in France and Spain code words got established that victims can use in pharmacies to get attention and direct help. Other countries followed quickly and obviously there are helplines and healthcare workers that can be made aware and it's always important on a psychological level to keep in contact with family and friends while being in quarantine or lockdown. Let's focus on the predators for a moment and talk about male privilege because 85% of abusers are men and most of them won't ever have to fear any consequences because women tend to defend their partner's actions by justifying them and blaming themselves by saying things like It was my fault. I got him mad. He apologized, promised me it wouldn't happen again. It doesn't happen all the time. I know he loves me and I love him. We also have a lot of great times together. I don't want to leave because of the children. I don't have a job. Nobody else wants me. I'm afraid he will kill me. All of those phrases have been said and will be said again because those are reasons for staying in an abusive relationship. And people ask themselves all the time why do victims of domestic violence not just leave their partner? And by saying that they put the blame on the victims and that's just complete bullshit because there are a lot of different personal reasons And we can never blame somebody because it's never going to be their fault. Just like it's never a girl's fault for getting raped because society thinks her skirt might be too short. There's always only one person to blame. And that's the abuser. But back to the question. Why don't these women leave their partner? First of all, unfortunately, Many don't know or don't acknowledge that they are being abused because they are financially dependent on him or they still love their partner. Especially psychological abuse can get to the point where the victim believes what they are being told and believes they are worthless. 
because he says so. So, since they think they deserve the abuse that often then turns physically, they don't want to leave. Also, a lot of abuse happens in families, and it's the last place we would suspect to find violence, because people are amazing at playing happy family. Typically, at the beginning of a relationship, there are no signs of any kind of violence, and experts would call that the first stage of an abusive relationship, because that's when the victim gets seduced and charmed, and the woman doesn't realize that she's being isolated and being made dependable on him and on his wishes. So the victim gets manipulated into following his dreams and, for example, moving to a smaller city or giving up her job to be a full-time wife or mother. Then the abuse starts, and mostly the victims don't realize that they are being abused and believe after the first incident the promises of it not going to ha happen ever again. But of course it does. It's never just one time. Besides, it's also very dangerous to leave, because the final step in an abusive relationship is to kill the victim. And over 70% of murders happen after the relationship has ended, because then the abuser has nothing left to lose. Other outcomes can also be long-time stalking or denial of financial research resources if children are involved. So what I want you to remember from this is that victim blaming is absolute nonsense and it's never your fault if it does happen to you. You can help others by talking more about abuse so that people actually understand there's an issue and maybe get more aware of their actions or of what is happening to them. We need to start talking more about it so victims can get help and so that getting help is normalized and nothing a woman should be afraid or ashamed of. We need to listen to our environment of people and be attentive and show compassion and make sure that help is available. And we need to fight male privilege and stereotypes because no woman ever deserves to be abused. If you're living in Germany and you need to get help, please visit hilfetelefon.de or the website of Reiser Ring. Or look up on the internet domestic violence and the name of your state or city and you will get help. Please get help if you need it. Thank you for listening to this podcast.